0: Of Minnesota Vikings football, and we are riding a five-game win streak as we welcome you inside the TCO radio studio for the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson. I'm alongside Jay Nelson and Vikings.com's Tatum Everett. And, guys, this is a very unique season, to say the least. Jay just dropped a stat on me earlier uh, before this show started. He says we are over halfway done in this season, and we have only, what, three home games left?
1: That is correct. Three yeah, home so- games. Of our home game schedule, we are currently 70% done. With the Monday night game coming up being the eighth game out of our 10-game home home season. So this season has absolutely flown by. You know, if you really think about it, like you said, week eleven and we're done with seven of our our home games, including preseason. Mm-hmm. So for everybody that that is working behind the scenes and everything, it, it has been warp speed, it feels like this season. Warp speed indeed. And I'm so happy that the
0: Vikings have finally got back in the win column when it comes to home games. They started <laughs> the first five home games of the season, including the preseason, the Vikings have lost had lost. These past two home games against the 49ers and then this past week against the New Orleans Saints, the Vikings have finally became victorious when it comes to protecting your home. But now the Vikings go back on the road. But before we get there, Tatum, I want to talk about just a 27 to 19 victory over your hometown team, the New Orleans Saints. I know you have family in town. They enjoyed the festivities, but still uh, the Josh Dobbs effect came to party again oh
2: yes my my family's been loving watching the Vikings my mom's like well I watch your stuff so much I don't even (laughs) really know who was on the Saints team anymore so she's obviously her and my dad are definitely more Vikings fans than they are Saints fans currently um, my aunt and uncle were very impressed with the yeah. whole the whole bit. They loved everything about being in Minnesota. They thought everything was beautiful and cool. They loved the river. They loved the stadium experience. Yeah. Everything was just top notch, and um, it, it was really really cool to see that their excitement in their eyes. Uh, they were wearing Saints colors. I will admit. So hey, sorry it. to my aunt and uncle for for. Nope beating the Saints. I mean, they really gave us run for the money towards the end of the second half. I think much too close for my comfortability after seeing this team for so long. Yeah. I, I really thought that when Jameis got in there, we were going to be good to go. And then he just kept (laughs) throwing bombs. And that one to Chris Olave was just ridiculous. And, I don't know. This team just feels like they're back to being the same team from last year that they are just so together and they're having fun and they're in it for each other and next man up and all those things that they keep saying. It finally feels like it's it's like where they should have been at the beginning of the season, but they hadn't quite gotten there yet.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what makes the Buccaneers and Chargers loss early in the year that that much more frustrating because – On this five-game win streak, the Vikings are beating really good teams, and they're doing so decisively. And it's not that the fact that we were losing to those teams as far as the Buccaneers, Eagles, and Chargers, even the Chiefs, we just beat ourselves. Jay, when you look at just this win this past Sunday
1: against the Saints, what stands out to you? I think for me it was the shotgun start at the beginning in that Mm. first half just to see how complete that felt that was the thing. Like there wasn't one person that had just completely taken over the game. You were getting insane play from everybody. You had the, the rushing touchdown by Dobbs, which you all have seen that the footage at this point of even Kevin O'Connell going like, you know, wow, how do you do that? Kind oh, of yeah. a thing. Um, uh, the wildcat with, with Ty Chandler and, and just, TJ having another crazy game, the fact that even in the press box at halftime talking to some people, they're like, I didn't see this coming this way. And it was more of just it was such a complete hammer down throttling that was happening. Mm -hmm. It was fun to watch. I got texts from multiple people during the game saying this is really fun. And that was what I loved the most about it was just saying, yeah, this is what everyone wants to see out of the offense and defensively. They were stacking up and, and, and slowing everything down up until the you know switch at quarterback. But in general, it was a fun game to watch as a Vikings fan. I think it's
0: just interesting because the losses earlier in the season, it, it looked like we were already supposed to have picked up where we left off last year offensively. You bring back JJ, you bring back Kirk, you have the same offensive line. So the fact that we were losing while still having our same guys, it, it was a little frustrating. The fact that we're winning right now and we're still trying to figure it out, that's what makes these wins, in my opinion, that much more fun. So I'm just thinking about the locker room afterwards or Josh Dobbs just living and soaking in this moment and being present. And I'm like, hey, Vikings fans are enjoying this because we don't know how long this is going to last. But the fact that we're continuing to win, all you got to do at this point is get into the
1: playoffs. And I mean, we've seen crazier things happen here, Jay. Well, for sure. It's, it's the whole idea of do you want to be good early? Do you want to be good late? Mm. You know, it's like, you know, Mm. you ideally you want to be good across the board, but especially late you get later in the season and things are starting to click. Those are those teams that can get scary. And I've seen a lot of national media and stuff now talking about this team saying this team is doing certain things really, really well. And other teams need to take notice because of all of the stumbles and everyone kind of went, ah, they wrote them off early because of what happened with the record I think now, I think a lot of people felt like that wasn't necessarily who we were and now this is who we can have as our identity. This is who we believe internally and now externally who this Vikings team really is.
2: Yeah, I mean, I might be drinking the purple Kool-Aid, but I looked at my husband the other night and I was like, I really feel like the Vikings can win this division. I see the way that teams can score on the Lions defense and I think that they can definitely be susceptible to very good offenses. They can score with the best of them. Maybe there'll be shootouts and I, you know, knowing that this team is is on this role where they are able to, you know, I mean, and I think back at last season when like the defense was not even in the middle of the pack, they were last in the league and this year they're middle of the pack, which is all we wanted them to be. We talked about this so much this offseason. They could just get to 15, 16, 17. This will be good. And here they are. And look at what the team's able to do. I don't know. I think it's a good Lions team. I do. I really do. It's a really good Lions team. It's a really good, but I don't think that they're invincible by any means.
0: The Minnesota Vikings have to take care of business at Mile High Stadium this upcoming Sunday. But at the same time, we know that this is a Denver Broncos team that's starting to figure out how to win games. It's it's ugly, right? Like the Chiefs gave them a victory. The Buffalo Bills gave them a victory this past week. But, if you look at just keys to success for this Minnesota Vikings team, Tatum, what, what are some things that stand out to you when facing this Denver Broncos team on Sunday?
2: Well, one I definitely think that this is going to be a huge game for Ivan Pace with wearing mm. the green dot and being in um, knowing that they've got such a good tandem of running backs. In this in this uh, Broncos offense, I'm a huge fan of Javante Williams and even what Jaleel McLaughlin can do at times. And so I do think that that's going to be a big point for this defense is how are they going to function without their leader, Jordan Hicks, and what is Brian Flores going to dial up? Uh, I think for a lot of our guys, too, there's a lot of youth on our team and at at certain skill positions, especially with all of the newness on offense. And that's going to be another key is just how to maintain the crowd and the altitude Mm -hmm. and just the big stage. You know, this will be such a great precursor to monday night football monday night football will be in our stadium against the bears it's a game that really matters for the division and so i think that if like the sunday night football is going to be a good warm-up to get ready for that divisional game
1: that and as the national attention starts ramping up more and more on this team the more that we're winning and you're getting in the primetime sunday game the primetime monday night game we're going to be playing a, a heated game on christmas eve a heated game on new year's eve it's just going to help feed for this team the ability of you're probably going to have some bright spotlights coming up here if we keep doing what we're doing. And so, yeah, like you said, it's a perfect precursor for that. I'm going to stay with you, Jay. What are some keys to success? I think the biggest thing for me has been the difference between the front end of the season and the back end, especially here in the last couple of weeks with all the changes that have happened, has been the difference in turnovers. Um, If you think about what Denver did against Buffalo, they were capitalizing on, I think they had three different turnovers and there was a bunch of other crazy stuff that happened watching that game. But when it comes to like the interceptions in the first half, the, the fumbles, all of that kind of stuff. The bounces seem to go the the way for Denver, but that means that they're being opportunistic and they're creating those chances. So for me, offensively, take what's given to you and be smart about kind of your decisions. And you want to fight for those extra yards, but at the same point, they're ball hawks, and you're going to be looking to to create some opportunities there. So for me, as we said from the beginning, minimize those those turnovers, and I think this team's going to be just fine.
0: Those are really good points. I mean, the Denver Broncos have forced nine turnovers in their wins against the Chiefs and the Bills. And we look at those two games, games a lot of those turnovers were kind of self-inflicted by both of those teams so you just hope that the Vikings can continue to just nickel and dime their way down the field and uh, make the plays that are right in front of them my key to Sunday is just win the crowd uh, this is a Denver Broncos team. That's on a three-game win streak. The atmosphere is going to be crazy. We, I mean, we, we've been to Mile High Stadium before, but the fact that they're starting to figure this thing out and they what had a road game on Monday Night Football last week, everybody is going to be excited about that game in Denver. So if you win the crowd early, win the trenches early, and just don't make mistakes, I believe our team on paper is the better team. So that's just my keys to the game, but I, I want to hear someone else's keys to the game because they have been, this person has been key to this Minnesota Vikings team getting some big-time explosive plays these past couple of weeks. I'm talking about Minnesota Vikings running back Ty Chandler. He joins the Minnesota Vikings podcast following the break, so don't turn the doubt. We'll be right back with more with Ty Chandler on the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi.
2: Spallon Montage is the Twin Cities premier salon and spa destination and proud official hair sponsor of the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders. With three convenient locations in Edina, Woodbury, and Chanhassen, there is a Spallon close to you. Visit online at com. Flawlessly smooth skin at Pure Lux Med Spa, the preferred med spa of the Minnesota Vikings cheerleaders. Specializing in elite laser hair removal, body contouring, Botox, cosmetic filter, and age-defying skincare treatments such as Diamond Glow and Skin Pen for collagen induction therapy. For more information, visit mypurelux.com backslash vikings for exclusive offers to Vikings fans. That's www.mypurelux.com backslash vikings.
0: Welcome back inside the TCO studios. This is the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson and I always have an affinity to Carolina guys, just being born and raised from the state. So when the opportunity arise for Mr. Ty Chandler, Minnesota Vikings running back to join our podcast, the first thing I I said was absolutely. So, Ty, thank you for joining me, one. Two, congrats on your first touchdown this past Sunday. I I heard your family was in attendance for that.
3: Yeah, uh, also, thank you. Thank you for having me. Grateful to be here. And, yeah, my dad got a chance to witness that. So uh, that was a special moment. And, um, Grateful he was able to be there.
0: Man, just – I feel like Minnesota Vikings fans, all of us have been high on you all, all season, ever since you got here. And, of course, there's been some setbacks. But I think the the setback that really comes to mind this year didn't involve an injury it involved a touchdown being called back. So just being able to stay locked in during all these moments of adversity, how have you been able to do that in these two years?
3: Man, just, just wanting to be ready when my numbers call, man, and being prepared uh, like I'm going to play, even if I'm not going to play. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been my biggest thing, uh, just preparation, learning from the guys in the room mm-hmm. um, and being ready for the moment. And, and that's a part of the game when touchdowns mm-hmm. gets called back. You know, it's a part of the game. And, uh, like coaches always saying, responding and uh, just want to be able to step up and make that next play.
0: What have you learned about your mindset so far? Like you, you talked about just making the play when the number is called, but still like it, it takes a lot of patience. So like what have you learned about your mindset just through these adverse times?
3: Uh, that that word that you just said, patience. Mm. Uh, patience is truly a virtue and uh, that's what I've been doing man, staying patient and uh, staying ready. Mm. Um, staying ready. So uh, that's been my main thing and uh, just, just wanting to capitalize, capitalize on opportunities, man. And I feel like That's big, uh, just being able to stay down and do that, mm-hmm. uh, through it all, man. No matter what you're going through, I think that's really important, and not only in football, but in life. I, I think
0: it's interesting because the the first time that we actually got to see you have your big splash on the scene, I uh, was last year at Denver preseason game. You had a couple of runs, and it was like, oh, shoot, like this. This dude from Carolina, like, this dude can move. The Mm -hmm. fact that you get a chance to go back there with this opportunity that you have now, knowing that you're going to get carries, like, is is this full circle? Like, what is this feeling like for you?
3: Man, it kind of all feels full circle. Um, Like I said, I'm just grateful for the opportunity, excited to go back. Mm -hmm. Just looking forward to this week, Uh, preparing, man, and uh, just being able to take that next step, Mm -hmm. man, and stepping out on faith, man, and and going to do it. Uh, You know, this is something that we dream of. Mm -hmm. So when moments like this come around, man, you got to cherish it, and you you, you, you got to eat it up, man. You got to enjoy it while it's here. And uh, like I said, I'm grateful for it. I want to seize it.
0: What have you cherished most about this moment? Just having this opportunity?
3: Man, just these guys, man. This organization uh, for giving me the chance. These guys in the locker room, man. Uh, leaders within our organization. And C.J. Ham, Guys like C.J. Ham, Alexander Madison and Kene. Just having the opportunity to be able to learn from those guys and uh, absorb wisdom and just be able to apply it to the game. Um, and like I said, man, this is something you dream of as a kid kid um and most people don't get this opportunity so uh you got to cherish it and take it for what it is man
0: are, are there any examples that you know some of those guys have have taught you and CJ ham in particular that that really stands out to you
3: man CJ's always giving me just life wisdom uh even within the game man and, and how he sees things and how he's willing to block something or mm-hmm. how a play should be ran like just learning that from him and uh, absorbing all that knowledge, even outside the field. So I think that's
0: that's that's really cool to hear because I mean everybody talks about CJ being the vet in the room. I mean, he's got all the kids. He's the he's the dad. <laughs> um, but at the same time, there was a guy in your running back room last year who plays for the Jets, Dalvin Cook. And we, we all know what he meant to this organization, but for you just how did he help you mature as far as mentally physically everything just during your first year with him that's kind of propelled you to this moment
3: uh he just I always telling me stay locked in you never yeah. know you never know when your when your names going to get called uh, another great leader and uh glad another guy I'm glad I got a chance to watch and even uh so it Just all that man they're all blessings and 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 guys is willing to help you out and great guys you get to see perform Mm -hmm. like jj Mm -hmm. you know that's one of a kind man Uh, a a true talent so uh just being able to do that uh play beside those guys guys in dob coming from tennessee yeah you know it, it. like you I went, said you went the school there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it all kinda comes full circle. Like I was throwing with Dobbs this off season. That's crazy. Never knew he was gonna be here. So it, it, it all comes full circle, man, and it, it's truly a blessing man. What what has this
0: Dobbs experience been like for you being on the field? Um outside I'm going to preface this because outside looking in, like, we're still trying to figure out what's happening. Mm-hmm. So being on the field, like, what's the experience like for you?
3: Man, it's amazing. Uh, he, his ability <laughs> to extend plays, man, and him being such a smart guy to come in and be able to command the offense and a great group of guys behind him and beside him. So uh, it's been truly a blessing. I, I love to seeing his success, Um, something he's truly earned, man. And uh, so I, I love to see it. I mean, this team is really good. But at the
0: same time, did you expect this type of – World takeover plus winning
3: games that that Dobbs been doing when when he first got in the locker room. I feel like that's in him, man, okay. and, and I, I love to see it coming out and see it come to light. Um, so that's, that's been truly special. I'm truly excited for him and and love to see that from him. So uh, I'm excited for these next few games, man, and, and to see that uh, continuation of success for him. So uh, it's going to be really cool and really special.
0: We're talking to Minnesota Vikings running back Ty Chandler. Uh, this is the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi. And my name is Gabe Henderson. And Ty, just um, I, I know you're a humble guy. Like I, I know things are you, you you take every every day by storm and say, okay, I'm going I'm to knock today out. But at the same time, now that you finally got your first touchdown, can you provide fans with what the real feeling was when you got some of those plays called back earlier in the year? Like, I know you'll be like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's next man up, next play up. But, like, that 49ers game, let's, let's start with that. Like, what actually went through your mind after that play got called back?
3: You know, I'm like, it wasn't the 49ers. It was just like – in Green Bay, I'm like, okay. damn, again? like, <laughs> You know, but uh, like I said, man, it's part of the game. Yeah. And, and uh, man, so I, whenever I can make a play happen, that's what I want to do. So uh, I'm glad I finally touched paint. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, it's truly truly a great feeling, man. And hopefully many more to come. Like
0: I said, because I, I, I know you're like, you know, next play, next play. But, like, is it anxiety? Like, I got to get back to this point? Like, when, when? You're like, is it me? Like, am I? <laughs>
3: am I doing it? Like, but, no, it's, it is what it is that's what
0: makes Vikings fans so so happy to have you here because I mean for somebody that that has had all this adverse adversity happen to him but for him to still continue to rise to the occasion that's why we're so excited to see what you can do in Denver this upcoming Sunday and when you turn on the film and watch these guys or you I mean you probably watched Monday Night Football last week when they played the Bills like what are some things that stand out that as a running back to say okay this is what this is how I got to come When it comes to trying to get a win on Sunday?
3: Man, you know, they got a great front, and we got to do a great job just uh, being able to move the front, run the ball. um uh stout all across the board so mm-hmm. uh i'm looking forward to it man and uh, they got a great defense so it's it's going to be a great challenge and and one i'm looking forward to looking forward to going back up there
0: man we're looking forward to having you and appreciate you joining us today on our podcast ty that's ty ty chandler minnesota vikings running back and we're rooting for you you know that everybody in this building but also your family back home and this whole minnesota vikings community so best of luck going forward my yes, man
3: sir thank y'all
0: Always a pleasure talking to Minnesota Vikings running back Ty Chandler. His opportunity is now, and hopefully that opportunity leads to success. Finishing today's show with our Pepsi That's What I Like segment, Tatum. I'm going to put 40 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to have you give Vikings fans or anyone listening to our show right now, whether that's Vikings.com or KFAN, Give them something in 40 seconds that you like about Sunday night's football matchup.
2: Okay, I like the offensive line in this one, especially for Dalton Reisner being a homecoming of sorts for him, having started his career and being from Colorado. So I think this is going to be a huge game for them. The ability for them to be playing so much – together and to i think it's been two penalties in the last two games from them but no this this offensive line is playing so well and um it's gonna be great for someone like ty chandler to be able to be behind them and to create uh created it all starts in the trenches we've always said that so uh i like the offensive line
1: O line Dalton Weisner going back to his own stuffing grounds. I always love when when the O-line guys get the credit and stuff like that. So. I've been
2: really pumping it up mm-hmm. this year. I mean, we, sure. we, we've done two pumping offensive line game day live interviews. It's great. Almost at a third this week, but I was like, Tatum, you're going to need to give pace yourself. <laughs>
1: Big hey. boys like the attention too. <laughs> Big boys need love. <laughs> yeah. Jay, on you. Uh For me, I think the biggest thing is going to be going against another Sean Payton team. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing what those kind of games have been like over the last decade, uh, this is going to be a, a drop dead, you know, slugfest. I think as much as we've relied on a guy like T.J. Hawkinson, they're going to be spying that defensively. I think the the running game is going to be even more important this week. But a guy like TJ, and then depending on what happens roster wise with some of the guys that are, are banged up, I think um, they just still have to attack. I don't think we can go into a shell. You're going to have to attack, and especially defensively for those guys, the corners are going to be sitting on stuff. Make them pay for it. If you're trying to make
0: Russell Wilson feel like he's not himself, you have to disguise your blitz. He's the most sacked quarterback since 2012. So there's going to be plenty of opportunities to throw different disguises and throw different looks his way. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. All right, Gabe, you're up last. Let's see what we got. What I like about this upcoming uh, Sunday night football matchup is our run game. Like, I know you talked O-line, Jay. You talked just a, a combination of things. But the fact that the Buffalo Bills, James Cook had over 100 yards rushing on nine carries, and he had a fumble, That gives me a lot of confidence in our running back room, being able to make some of those plays. This is the worst run defense in the NFL, in the Denver Broncos, giving up almost 150 yards per game. So just do what you need to do. Don't turn the ball over. Have fun out there, but also run through those tackles. So I'm excited to see what that looks like.
2: I bet Ty's chomping up the bit. (laughs) I
0: think so. We talked to Ty, and Ty was saying, well, we brought it up, the fact that the first time we ever saw Ty Chandler have a big game was last year preseason week number two or three against the Denver Broncos so the fact that he gets this opportunity in a game that counts I'm sure he's looking forward to that
2: yeah and I walked into in the locker room after the win and I was like about time you have <laughs> had three touchdowns completely just taken off the board and it was funny afterwards um in the locker room Brian O'Neill looked at Ty and he goes man I owe you one <laughs> and so I just love that that's what you know they told him because they know yeah. you know he was about to have that second one so I'm just so happy for that kid. I really am.
0: We're all happy for that kid, Ty Chandler. We're happy that he joined our podcast today. And we're also happy to hopefully get our sixth straight win of the season. So with that said, Minnesota Vikings fans, stay tuned because we have a lot more content coming on Vikings.com, both Tatum, both Jay, myself. Uh, We're we're working right now. So uh, stay tuned. and. Hopefully this Minnesota Vikings team can get a win on Sunday. So for Tatum Everett, Jay Nelson, our special guest, Ty Chandler, my name is Gabe Henderson. Thank you guys again for tuning into another edition of the Minnesota Vikings podcast presented by Pepsi, Pepsi, the official soft drink of the Minnesota Vikings. Spicy wings are a tailgate staple. Did you know the casein protein in cow's milk will help ease the burn by binding to the oily compound capsaicin and chili peppers. Plus Milk provides 13 nutrients and a boost of energy to keep cheering on your favorite team. For more information, check out usdairy.com. Brought to you by Undeniably Dairy.